have gained over 20 pounds. Literally my whole entire life. I shouldn't say my whole entire life, but for years, I've always stayed the same exact weight. I never gained, never really lost. There was a time in my life actually that I lost like 20, 30 pounds, but that was due to like very bad illness. And I'll touch on a little later on in this episode. But recently, I went to the doctors, specifically my EMT, because I have such a hard time breathing out of my nose. I believe it's because I have a deviated septum. You can't tell, obviously, in like photos or videos because girls, at least me especially, I just post the angles in which obviously I pose and look my best. But like there's like a bone that like pops out of my nose on only one side of my face. And I, I was just like going looking for answers and I got weighed and I literally looked at the scale and I gained over 20 pounds. And it was such like an eye opener for me because obviously like I would get comments from my mom and my sister that see me every single day and like they would they would talk about it with me because they notice for me like I personally don't notice that kind of thing when I'm like looking in the mirror because I don't know if it's just, that's just a me thing but um, I think the three of us though me my mom and my sister ever since the beginning of this or not the beginning of this year but the beginning of last year when we unfortunately lost my grandma. Um, we, the three of us, just fell into a really, really bad, like, depression. And a lot of, I feel like, for me, a lot of my comfort 100% comes from food and eating. And also just, um, I was graduating college and, you know, it just, things were very, like, hectic. And literally the day exactly the day after where unfortunately my grandma passed away and it was so hard because this is something I've never really opened up about ever and I never thought I would open up about but um seeing someone you loved literally like deceased on the floor right before your eyes when you've never ever ever experienced that that extremely took a toll on me mentally and like I remember driving like an hour straight home from college when the night happened and coming into a room where there was like six different of my family members just sobbing and it was just like a very very ugly traumatic scene and I knew instantly because I know myself I know my body um, my triggers, my depression and anxiety, obviously for anyone that would be super traumatic, but I knew that I had to take medicine literally the exact day after. Like I was not taking any anxiety medicine, anything for depression. Like I was really just truly raw dogging life at the time and I was okay. But then when that happened and it was so unexpected, I knew that with it being like my last month or two of college and finals and all that stuff, the only thing that kept me going and sane and numb was medicine. And so I got back on to my depression medicine and trying to grieve. And also, like, it was, it was honestly hard to feel things, especially because these type of medicines, at least from my experience, just make you feel so numb. But apart from taking medicine, a lot of times 
from my experience growing up, I also use food as a form of medicine because it brought comfort. It brought ease. And um, it's just very unhealthy, right? When we should be using comfort or getting that feeling from other things that are way more 10 times beneficial for our body. And I was just doing the opposite, just doing whatever I can to get through each and every single day because each and every single day really is hard. And I cannot express how much a lot of what's on social media is not real. Like, of course, we're all going to be posting times where we're looking our best, feeling our best, smiling at events. Um, You know, just the good. Like, no one's going to post videos and photos of themselves crying unless they're, like, super comfortable with that kind of thing. But especially when it comes to, like, creators, like, you, you just never know, like, what's actually going on behind closed doors. And that was a very, very traumatic hard time in my life and still to this day just seeing that weight gain I wasn't like sad or mad or happy about it like I I literally just was just shocked because I didn't really know that information and I was just like wow I didn't know that it got to this point like that's how bad it was of like my depression and all that basically the aftermath of what went on with my grandma and it's still hard to this day because obviously I see things that trigger me and my emotions and then I'll just cry out of nowhere or a memory or a smell or literally anything can just trigger you and I'm sure if someone's listening to this that has dealt with like loss of a family member can relate but this being like our first time ever it was really hard and in terms of like medication I've been off of it for about two months now and I cannot even begin to express how happy I was in making that decision because I could actually feel things like for me I'm not gonna blame it on my astrology sign but when I love someone or something like I love so hard or when I'm like sad or hurt or in pain, like I feel those emotions so hard as well. When I'm on that medication, I feel nothing, like nothing at all. It's like, all right, next day, all right, get up, shower, do my whole day, my routine, my planner. My planner is like filled with a lot of things that I have to do and get done usually. And it, it just makes you feel like a robot. But for these last two months where I've been off of that medication, I actually feel things and I've been crying and I've been like happy and I, you know, I, I just feel like this roller coaster of emotions, which is good. Like you want to feel those things. You want to be happy. You want to be sad. You want to be crying. I mean, you don't, you don't want to be crying, but like the other day I, I like literally cried myself to sleep and I have not done that in so long, like maybe in over a year or two, like I've never really felt that. And I know it's because of medication and I just feel like that's how life is, although it's it's not fun to cry by yourself at night, but at least you're feeling stuff, right? Like no one actually wants to feel like a robot. And I'm not going to blame my weight gain 100% on this medicine or what happened with my grandma, even though I know that it's a huge aspect of it. But in terms of like my day-to-day decisions and how I was living my life, like before I lost my grandma, I was going to the gym like every day. I felt so motivated and just happy about graduation day being so close and stuff. But then after it's like I lost 
a lot of it. But for me, when I'm in pain, a way that I cope as well is just distraction and just like focusing on things that matter most to me, whether that's like work or just immersing myself in like a passion project that I have that doesn't have nothing to do with work. So now that I'm off of it, I'm not going to say I'm still 100% there and happy because I feel like you could absolutely never be 100% happy when it comes to losing someone you love. And if anything, I've heard, at least from a friend of mine that also lost her grandma, that you hope and you think that things get better over time and with time, but it actually just gets worse. And that's like the scary part, right? And she says it's especially triggering during like holidays, birthdays, like for example, like Mother's Day is coming up and actually my grandma's birthday is at the end of this month, January 2024. And um, it's just like that day is obviously going to be super hard for my whole entire family and I. And um, I do just want to come on and just be super transparent and honest because I know I'm definitely not the only one that goes through this. Or just like if you're someone that maybe experienced weight gain and it had nothing to do with like a family member or like a traumatic experience in your life, that's okay too. Like we're human and weight gain happens if you gain weight and you're okay and you're still completely healthy in terms of like your um, nutrition and of course everything mental and you go to the doctors and you're cleared and you have weight gain but like you're totally happy and content, that's totally okay and it's not anything bad. But if if you just feel like not yourself, which right now I don't feel like myself, I feel like um, it was just maybe a reflection of a very, very hard, difficult time in my life. And I just want to get back into that groove of like not even going to the gym, but just like moving my body, being active when I was younger. And when I when I mentioned the time of my life where I lost like almost 20, 30 pounds and this was all in the span of like a month like I lost 20 pounds in a month and then 30 pounds in three months which is like I guess what a lot of people I feel like would want but for me it's like I had no choice for the position I was in because I was just like really really sick it was during COVID I would say and I was also using social media on social media pretending like everything was okay even though it wasn't which is usually what a lot of people on social media do and um, I was going through a really 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 tough time in terms of like my panic disorder and panic attacks not only just like generalized anxiety but having really really bad panic attacks like three or four a day And then I would have days during COVID where I would be in like a panic attack all day. Like from the moment I would wake up, my heart would be like pounding out of my chest. From the moment that I like laid my head down in bed at the end of the night, again, I'd be going to sleep with like my heart pounding outside of my chest. And I was so worried, so concerned. I thought I was going to have a heart attack like every moment that I was alive. And it became so bad where it's like it became a phobia of mine. I saw like two, three different cardiologists, heart doctors. They did every test possible for someone at my at that age, which I was during COVID. I was like, what? 
20, 21, 22. Uh, <laughs> it was that era. It was like my, yes, yes, actually that's correct. Because I remember on my 21st birthday, I was so sick with exactly what I'm just telling y'all now, like panic attacks all day, every day. Didn't do anything for my 21st birthday. I went to, I tried to go out to dinner, but I felt sick the whole time. I barely ate and I didn't drink because of course alcohol could be a trigger of like anxiety and panic. So my 21st birthday was just like, I was just miserable and suffering and in pain. Um, but back to what I was saying is um, I was 21 and I was like suffering with like these very, very bad anxiety, panic symptoms. And I was seeing so many heart doctors that did all the tests and I was completely clear. And I was just like, no, like, I swear, like, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack any second of the day. And also I was over like overweight so I was like no something's wrong with my weight like do I have like a heart condition do I have something I got cleared for like everything except I have of course PCOS which a lot of ladies my age have but like PCOS doesn't necessarily mean like heart condition so I say I've seen I literally saw every doctor in the book I was cleared for everything I was healthy it all just really came down to my mental health my depression my anxiety and how my anxiety and my panic disorder was so bad to the point it was just really emerging into this thing where I was getting like very bad long-term physical symptoms which it's different for everyone but for me it was like my throat was closing my hands are super like cold and I would break out in like rashes and like hives all over my body from how anxious I was. My heart rate was like at like insane rate. Like my mom could put like her ear on my heart and like she could hear it so clear. It was scary. I was going to the hospital like two to three times a week when I was 21. It was so bad. Just thinking about it now makes me want to get like emotional because... It was just like a very, very hard time in my life where I just felt like I was going to pass out and die any second. And that's truly how anxiety and panic disorder and panic attacks make you feel, which is why I always tell. I remember during this time, I would tell my mom like and my mom would cry with me because she felt so bad seeing me in that state. But I was like, mom, if someone were to like offer me to like. Like, I would rather get, like, my leg cut off right now if I could get this panic, if I could get these panic attacks away. Like, I would rather cut off my leg than deal with this feeling that I have, like, in my brain and stuff because it was just so bad. <laughs> okay, so I had to pause for a second because I was getting really emotional and nothing, I just, nothing sounds worse than my voice cracking while I'm speaking. So I'm very glad that I paused for a second, but just to give more clarification, I would tell my mom, like, if I had the choice whether to get rid of this panic disorder or, like, get my leg cut off, like, I would much rather get my leg cut off because that's just how much of in pain I was and how much I was suffering. And I felt so bad because my mom was witnessing me in the state every single day. And the reason why I lost so much weight in such, like, a little period of time, which, like, 20 pounds in a month, that's crazy, and I have pictures too. And if you scroll down my account, you could probably see when I had that weight loss. But during that time too, I would get phone calls from my family. They would be like, oh my God, SB, like you're losing so much weight. How are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Like, tell me, please. Like, you, you look so good. And 
whether you, you know, like you gain weight or you lose weight, like sometimes commenting on someone's body or weight loss or weight gain is not necessarily the best thing to do because you actually never know how they lost the weight or why they lost it or how they gained it or why they gained it. That's why for me personally, I made the choice to just, even though there's maybe something significant that changes within someone's physical health or body, I personally just never comment on it because at the end of the day, I just feel like it's not my business. And if you think someone looks beautiful, you should just be like, hey, like you look so beautiful today or um, and that's just something like really simple that I always do my best to keep in mind. And when I like lost all this weight, the reason why or how it did is because my anxiety and my panic was so bad to the point where I physically felt like my throat closing all the time. And then when I would try and attempt to eat, like I couldn't swallow. And that was like the scariest feeling for me, like not being able to swallow. And I remember too, because I had this ongoing feeling all day, every day, I would carry like a 32 ounce water bottle with me at all times. And if I didn't have water with me, I would freak out even more because the feeling in my throat where it's like I'm not able to swallow was just so terrifying. And then apart from that, the reason why I lost so much weight is because I was doing so much reading, so much research after I saw all these doctors regarding my health and just to make sure I was cleared of like any other health condition and what's the reason of me feeling like all these symptoms, I was like, do I have lupus? I saw a neurologist about lupus and they're like, no, like you're fine, you're clear. Like I saw like all these crazy doctors because I was like, what is going on with me? And everyone just said, you're anxious, you're panicked, you have anxiety, you have depression. And so I did my part in terms of doing research and seeing what could possibly be triggering my anxiety and my depression. So of course I read that cutting out sugar is so important, cutting out caffeine is so important, cutting out like all these different fruits. Sometimes like things like gluten can like trigger that too if maybe you have like an intolerance or an allergy to it, which I also during this time saw an allergist because I was so desperate. <laughs> and I remember I like cried to him and he was just like, I, I just remember he was so helpful and nice too where he like did some other tests on me which literally most of the time allergists don't do but he was just like okay this girl's suffering and I, I would show him pictures of me like breaking out in hives and I was like look at what's happening to me like I really don't know what's happening like no doctor is helping me but that was during the time where I still wasn't accepting that I had very very bad panic disorder and he was like okay like I'll help you out he did all the tests and I was allergic to a lot, a lot of things. And I remember just being so hyper-focused and making sure too that I wasn't eating things that could possibly trigger, like whether it's me breaking out and like rashes all over my hands because I was getting that too. Also, another really, really weird symptom that I had during this time when I was 21 is I would get like so bad like tingles and like feeling numb in my thighs like just on top of my thighs like they would just become super numb out of nowhere which was so weird or if not numb then I would get like a tingly feeling in my thighs which I don't know it's so crazy how like the brain and anxiety works like if there truly is a chemical imbalance in your brain it can manifest into so many different things and I just wanted to share my experience in case someone experience something similar or maybe they are right now and they're confused I'm of course not a doctor it's so important to get checked out but I wanted to make this pod 
and share my experience in mental health and weight gain and weight loss. So the main reason how and why I lost like over 30 pounds when I was 21, which was in 2021, is because of this anxiety and like this, like I was truly like, and it was to the point where I know that I wanted to live and I wanted to overcome this feeling so much to the point where I literally did not give up, which is why I was doing all this research on my own. I was like, I don't know if I could handle this any longer or how much longer I could handle this or how much longer I could take it. I, n- I never, ever got to the point where I was like, I no longer want to be on this earth, but I know that I no longer want to feel this feeling. And how do I no longer feel this feeling? Like, how many, like how many options do I truly have left? And I was just feeling so desperate. And it was scary how much to the point where I just felt like I didn't want to. I didn't, I just felt like giving up. I was really, really close. I was like, I don't want to feel this anymore. And I know that anyone that has ever experienced like anxiety or like a panic attack, it truly feels like an outer body experience. And just picture that, but picture it like it happened. It's it's like you're in it like all day. <laughs> like that's how I was living. It was like all day. And I took so many like different baby steps in order to get out of this feeling and a huge huge one for me was journaling like when I was having these feelings of like I do not know how much longer I could take this back in 2021 I would make like these lists and it would I would have to make a list of people that I love and I care about even if it's like people that don't necessarily feel the same way or like love or care about me I would include them too and that list of people would like help remind me that life is actually worth living and then I would make a list of things that I enjoy and I love in life so just to give you an example like I wrote down like animals like I love animals so much they bring me so much like therapeutic ease calming energy and I would write down like painting drawing I really love like coloring or anything like fun and creative so I would jot that down and so I would just make a huge list of like hobbies things I love And I would have to read over that list every single day, too, in order to remind me that life is actually worth living and to not give up, that this feeling will eventually go away, even though it lasted for, like, a long time. Like, I was saying, like, a month. And out of this month, I was going to the hospital, like, two to three times out of the week. I was, you know, like, being in the hospital, especially, like, on your birthday week when you're turning 21, like, it was very bad. And I remember... (laughs) I remember I went to the hospital actually I think the day before my birthday and then the you know the nurses and the doctors were like oh my god like your birthday's gonna be tomorrow I'm like yeah but I'm like the most unhappy that I've ever been in my whole entire life and they're like okay for what it's worth happy birthday and I was just so miserable and I just had to keep reminding myself that There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And then I would tell myself, okay, without the bad days, there wouldn't be good days. And then I would journal every day. The one thing that helped me a lot too was that I remember I would walk Lady twice a day. I would walk Lady in the morning and then I would walk her at night. And that was helpful too in terms of giving myself a little therapy walk. Um, The thing is though with these walks is I would like have, I would like be walking and I would be like panicking in the middle of my walk. 
So I'd be like, oh my God, like I can't be too far away from home or else like, you know, if I drop down dead here, like who's actually going to help me or save me? And it was so bad. But then I would just have to remind myself it's intrusive. It's intrusive. It's an intrusive thought. Label those thoughts and labeling those thoughts are very helpful too. And just like not like it's going to sound so bad, but I was having anxiety about my anxiety and I had to just remember to not allow my anxiety to make me even more anxious, if that makes any sense. And I know if you're listening to this and you struggle with anxiety or panic, you you maybe understand this language that I'm using, but it was very hard, very difficult. I would walk lady. I was super hyper focused on my diet and what I was consuming, not because I cared about weight gain or weight loss, but because I was doing everything in my power to not feel what I was feeling. But even then when I was attempting and trying to eat, I would feel that thing of like not being able to swallow or my throat would close. And that's just because I was like in a 24 seven panic. And it was very hard, I barely ate anything. I was drinking water all day, which of course drinking water helps with I guess weight loss. And although people would tell me that I looked the best that I've ever did, I was at the worst that I ever was in my whole entire life. And they didn't know that. So that's why I really say that, like, just because someone you see online is, like, really thick skin, beautiful, maybe you see her as, like, the ideal beauty standard in life, that doesn't mean that she's necessarily the happiest because you really honestly never know. Or someone that's maybe on the bigger side that you don't see is the ideal beauty standard that could possibly be the healthiest that she's ever been she could be going to the doctors getting cleared of so many different things like just because someone is overweight doesn't define them not being healthy or not going to the gym and i cannot stress that enough as well so during this time of my life it got so bad to the point where i had absolutely no choice but to begin to start medicine and I know what you may be thinking, SB, why the hell didn't you start medicine from like the very first time you were feeling these symptoms? I was so anxious and stressed and panicked where I felt like the medicine was going to make me worse. So I did everything in my power, everything I possibly could in order to not take the medicine because I was like, no, this medicine is going to make me feel bad and worse. And I've always been the person that like I never really like taking things like Tylenol or stuff either like even over-the-counter stuff I'm like I'd rather just like go through this feeling and then hopefully it goes away by itself and I always grew up pretty healthy too even though I grew up overweight I grew up pretty healthy where thank god knock on wood I never really had the the necessity to take like different kinds of medication so I've always been like really fearful of it Actually, I'm wrong. When I was younger, I had really, really bad asthma. Not anymore, but when I was like a kid, it was bad. So I took like 10 different medicines, but that's like a different story for another day. And so I was just like so scared of it. But then I realized like when it was getting so bad where I was having like these ugly thoughts where I'm like, I don't know how much longer I could go through this. I knew that I had to take the medicine. And it was so weird. When I started taking this medicine, this medicine specifically being Lexapro, the very next day, my heart stopped beating out of my chest. I didn't feel that feeling in my throat where it's like it was going to close and I was going to like, like I felt like I could swallow food now. And it was absolutely the weirdest thing. 
that I never thought that this little pill could make those symptoms stop from from like a, a first day of taking it. And I was so mind blown. Or till this day, I tell my mom like Lexapro truly saved my life. And it brought me so much clarity in terms of like those symptoms actually being anxiety. And I'm not saying if you feel this, go out and take Lexapro because it's different for everyone. But my mom always is shocked by when I say that. But I knew that when my grandma passed away this year, if I didn't take the Lexapro the very next day, I was going to feel everything all over again. And that was like my worst absolute fear. Of course, Lexapro is also a side effect of like you eat a lot and all that stuff. But I did that anyways, even off the Lexapro. <laughs> so it was obviously just like worse. And it's also like medicine's not like the number one solution. It's like you have to do your own personal work, whether that's like working out, going to therapy, just making sure that you're taking care of your mental as well. During this time, I should also mention, because I completely forgot to mention it, is I was doing therapy three times out of the week, which is not like, uh, obviously it's not like a normal <laughs> schedule in terms of therapy, but that's just how bad I was, is, you know, most people go once a week, but I was going three times out of the week. And, oh my gosh, can I just say during this time, it was so hard because the therapist I was seeing, I remember I was I was having a conversation with her. I was 21. And she told me I was being dramatic, like straight up. Like I was telling her how I was feeling, my emotions, everything I was going through. And if you're a therapist, if you're crying in front of her and like she tells you that you're being dramatic, please never see that therapist again because I still to this day wish I made like a complaint or something on her because... She just made me feel 10 times worse. Like, I remember leaving that leaving that meeting and being like, I'm never going to talk to this woman again. I think I still have texts from when I was like, I honestly don't feel comfortable moving forward and like seeing and talking to you anymore because of what was said. And when she said that to me, it just like knocked me down 10 times more. And it just made me, it just made my feelings feel like so invalidated and not important. And if you ever feel that even once in therapy sessions, please, please don't see that person ever again. It's like a therapist is like, picture it like dating, right? Like you're you're gonna really have to put in the work and find someone you connect with, which I personally right now haven't even done that. Like I haven't found someone that I connect with. I've had one therapist that was like a much, much older male. I don't wanna say he was a senior. He's definitely not a senior, but he was like on the older side, so great. Where like our therapy sessions would start out with like, okay, he would be like, okay, what do you want to talk about today? And then he would perfectly lead it into something that's like super like beneficial and related to what I was going through or like steps to just kind of improve my mental being. And he was great, but I don't think he's in practice anymore, which sucks, but it's so important to know what's a good therapist, what isn't specifically for you and to cater for your needs in terms of my weight gain and still the same 20 pounds more I still when I look in the mirror I still feel like I look good but I don't feel like I look like myself which and I say that because I was at the same weight for years and years and it's not so much that I've been super mindful and careful about what I eat or what I put in my body maybe I should be because that could help me with in terms of my anxiety and my depression what I'm doing now in order to finally feel like myself again is I'm doing the same things. Journaling, 
walking, which I haven't done, you know, since last year when like my grandma passed away. I'm being more mindful of what I put into my body. But the thing is, is I've, I've always been really careful and mindful about like caffeine and stuff like that. But in terms of like sugar and stuff that can trigger your anxiety, I'm doing my best to not have that. Especially being off Lexapro and making the decision two months ago that I'm going to stay off of it. In order for me to continue this process of staying off of Lexapro, I just want to make sure I'm doing my part in order to not have to go back on it again. And I just don't want to have to go back on it again because I want to feel like a human. You know, I don't want to feel like a robot or like AI just like going through the days one by one on my calendar, on my planner. Like I want to feel happiness. I want to feel excitement. I want to feel pain. I want to feel heartbreak. And <laughs> can I just say I've definitely felt that recently. Even though it sucked, it felt good that I was feeling things, which is so crazy how like medicines can make you feel that, right? I just want to say whether you're someone that has like gained weight, lost weight, do you feel bad about it? Don't feel bad about it because it's normal. It's life. It's it's beautiful because it's just something that you could reflect on and just improve and better yourself on, whether that's like you like the weight that you're at. If you're perfectly healthy, stay that way, you know, whatever truly makes you happy and keeps you going every day but if you feel like you don't feel yourself and you just feel down or you know that maybe like a weight gain or a weight loss is just a reflection of maybe sadness in a way or a really really tough time in your life and you just want to get back on track in a time of your life that's really happy and outgoing and better you know take the steps in order to help you like gain weight or lose weight because truly it's like it goes both ways like something like an eating disorder it's like something that will cause you to lose weight or something that will cause you to gain weight and I just want to say that I cannot stress enough whatever makes you the happiest and whatever makes you the healthiest you could possibly be that's all that matters with that being said thank you so much for listening to the thick skin podcast today go ahead and give this episode a rate and thank you so much for listening bye
Let me know your thoughts and bye.